0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Akuo Church, I'm happy to be with you here to continue through the last sermon series for this year, which is called Give Like Crazy. Now, after a year of learning about fruit, spiritual fruit, it feels like it's only fitting that we finish out the year thinking about how we can share that spiritual fruit, thinking about being generous. And we want to look at how God gives, how God is generous, and then we want to give like him. Well, at least try and give like him. You know, we don't necessarily have the same abilities and resources that he does, but we'll try our best. And last week, we learned that there are a few distinctions to how God gives. We learned that God gives like crazy and that he gives extravagantly. But that is just one aspect of how God gives. Now, thinking about this and and kind of preparing for this message, it it reminded me of a story from my childhood. I I remember around this time of year, you know, sometimes it would actually start to get cold and I would need something that would help warm me up and get me going for a day, a long day at school. So I'd ask my mom to make me a special breakfast on those mornings, chocolate con pan. Now, for those of you that are unfamiliar with chocolate con pan, it's a Mexican hot chocolate and then on the side, there's bread and that bread is, is buttered and toasted on one side only. Now, what you do is you take the bread, you, you rip it in a piece and then you dip it in the chocolate and you eat it like that. It's one of my favorite breakfasts of all time. And I remember those mornings just being nice and full of bread and warmed up by that awesome chocolate and, and heading in to school. But here's the deal. Even though I had some delicious chocolate from coffee shops and restaurants, it never quite tasted as good as when I would get it from my mom growing up. I mean, getting that chocolate from my mom was always better. Now here's the deal. We've been talking about being generous and giving like crazy, but it's not enough to just give something. Something extra makes it so much better. There's like one little extra ingredient that when you give with this, it's so much better. It's love. Now what about you? Have you ever received something that meant so much more because it was made with love? I mean, think about it. If you go and buy yourself a cup of coffee, you go down to Starbucks, you get yourself a cup of coffee, you get a drink, whatever it might be, it's fine, right? It's just it's what you needed, it's what you wanted, it's, it's good, but If someone that you know that loves you shows up to your work or your house with that exact drink that you like, well, that's something totally different, right? That's way better. There's something different and better about drinking that same drink that was gifted to you out of love as opposed to you going and purchasing it for yourself. I mean, getting a drink or a present is nice, but what I'm getting at is that it's the love that's behind it that makes it so much better. And when it comes to our community, that's what we need to be doing. We need to be ready to hand out things with love the way that Jesus did, in a generous and extravagant way. I mean, he gave love like crazy and he actually still does. Which brings us to our big idea for today. If you only remember one thing about what I'm talking about today, just please let it be this. Love like crazy. Love like crazy. Now, this sounds nice, right? Like, yeah, just love everyone. Just be cool. It'll be awesome. However, as most of you know, it's not that easy. So how can we be generous and extravagantly love people? Well, let's look at how Jesus breaks all of it down. And to get into this topic, I, will, I want to read from the firsthand account that Jesus' friend and disciple John wrote. And we have actually talked about John a few times over the last few weeks, and he was actually one of Jesus' closest disciples, and we know that because he always seemed to be right there next to Jesus when the miracles were happening and there were no crowds. John was one of the few that got to see the stuff that happened in small settings. Very intimate. Now, in this section we're going to have to read about, John isn't the only disciple there. It's actually all of Jesus' disciples hanging out, and Jesus is trying to prepare them, all the disciples, for what it's going to be like when he's gone. Jesus is breaking down to them how they need to be living their lives once he goes up to heaven. Now, one of the things he explains is how the disciples can have love flowing through their lives. So let's take a look at what Jesus had to say. I've loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. This is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Jesus is setting up how we should be loving like crazy by explaining where our love is gonna start at. The way this love starts is from God the Father. I mean, he's really the one where like everything originates, right? So he's the creator, so same thing with love. So the love from the Father goes to the Son, Jesus. And then Jesus turns around and loves us. And now Jesus wants us to remain in his love which is a really interesting way to put it. I mean, I've never actually heard someone phrase something like that. Like, I know when I'm leaving the house or like, you know, my my wife might be leaving. I'm like, all right, honey, I'll see you later. Remain in my love. Like, it's, it's just not a thing. So I did a little bit of digging and got into the original Greek word used here for remain. Now, remember, the New Testament was originally written in Greek. So we can lose some things in translation. So that's why we want to dig back into what the original word was. So the Greek word used here for remain is meno, which would have been used to explain how you might like stay in someone's house as a guest, which is actually like kind of a very beautiful way to look at this. Jesus wants us to remain in this house that he has built for us, that is love. He wants us to stay like warm and cozy and wrapped in the blanket and drinking that chocolate and eating that, the bond with it. Then he shows us how we can remain in his love by obeying his commandments in the same way he obeys his Father's commandments. Jesus remains in the Father's love and he wants us to do the same, just following commandments. But why follow commands? I mean, if this is all about love and this is all about being a guest in the house, like, I get to do whatever I want when I'm a guest, right? Well, why can't we just like do what feels good or whatever we think is the the best for ourselves? Why do we need to follow commandments from Jesus? Well, let's keep reading the next part of the scripture to get the answer to that question. Here's what Jesus says: I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. So the reason to obey Jesus's commands isn't because He wants us to miss out on the things that we want to see and do. Jesus' commands aren't because he wants us to be those people that sit in our house and like never live a life outside of our house. They aren't for us to lose out on something. It's actually the complete opposite. We should be following Jesus' commands so we can gain something that nothing else can give us. His joy. He wants us to follow what he says so we can experience joy in a way that we can't find here anywhere on this earth. Basically, it's this. Think think of it like this. Think about the person that has loved you the best while you've been alive, while you've been here on this earth. Think about that person. Just get that picture of who they are in your head. Now multiply the love that you got from them by 10. I mean, let's go crazy. By 1,000. Well, God's love is better than that. The joy is better than that. So God wants you to remain in his love and remain in his joy. Now here is how this connects to loving like crazy. When you remain in Jesus, your joy will overflow. That means if you are in God's love and in his joy, you won't be able to contain it. It will overflow to the people that are around you. This is the way God wants his love to flow. He will send it from him to Jesus, to you, and then to everyone around you. By remaining in Jesus, you will be able to love all the people around you like crazy. You are able to put people in that warm, cozy home of God's love by you loving them, which is what we're aiming for. Now, as we're talking about this joy and and, and excitement, like I want to give a little disclaimer. I'm not saying that if you are in God's love that you're always going to be happy. If your experience is joy, that doesn't necessarily mean happiness. We all have troubles and things that we deal with in this world. And there are hard things that will bring us down, that will tear us apart. There are things that are so heavy we will never want to get out of our bed unless we absolutely have to. Now the difference between the emotional happiness that we experience and the joy we receive from Jesus, is that even when things are at their worst, we still have hope that we can cling on to when we're holding on to Jesus' joy. We know that if we find ourselves in God's love, we have something to look forward to. When you find yourself in God's love, then you can hand it to all the people around you and they can have something to hope for as well. They can have something to hold on to. Now, what is hard is that we have way too many things that are much easier and seemingly closer to us that we can use to get us through the day, to get us through the minute, to get us through the hour, whatever it might be. There are all kinds of things that we can be turning to. Some people might be turning to money, but you know what? It's only going to buy you so much. Money is finite. It's not infinite. You might be looking at your political ideology, And, you know, it might make you feel good to feel like you belong to a group, but just by belonging to a group, it's created a whole bunch of enemies for yourself. Then you could be like, oh, well, there's sex and drugs and drinking and all those things might make you feel good, but for a short amount of time. Once that feeling is gone, you're back to the reality that you're having to deal with. Now when you turn to these things instead of remaining in God's love, then the people around you, no matter how good they are or how much they love you or you love them, your love will end for them. You will let them down. You won't be able to love like crazy. You'll just be crazy trying to love. That's why we wanna remain in the nice cozy home of God's love. There is a catch though. We have to obey his commandments. Now, when I hear that that whole, a whole new idea pops in my head when I hear that, right? It's like, well, when I think of commandments, I think of the big 10, right? So I'm thinking like, well, that means there's gonna be a laundry list of things that I'm gonna have to follow to remain in God's love. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that like I need to be keeping in my mind. So I'm gonna have to be mentally prepared and, and emotionally prepared to hang on to these commandments. So what do these commandments look like? That are going to keep us in God's love. Well, let's go back to what Jesus has to say. He's going to explain what these commandments are. Jesus says, This is my commandment love each other in the same way I've loved you. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. So there's the commandment love each other the same way Jesus loved us. There's no list. There's no tablets or books full of laws and regulations. Nothing. Just one simple commandment will keep us in God's love. And that's love each other. Which is kind of crazy. The way that we can have the ability to love like crazy is by remaining in God's love. And the way that we remain in God's love is by following his commandment, which is loving like Crazy, I mean like, as I've been going through this, my brain is about to break here right now because somehow the question is the answer, right? It's like, hey, how are you doing today? How, are, how am I doing today? You know, like that, that's it, like it's a weird, crazy thing, but that's how things work with Jesus sometimes. He can be on both sides of the equation. All we are asked to do is listen to him and he will take care of the rest. So to answer the question, how can we ever have enough love to love like crazy? Well, you start loving like crazy and you let Jesus give you everything you need to do there. And it gets us back to how we started the year off. We dig our roots deep into the living water of God, which is the Holy Spirit. And from that, we have fruit born through us. And the first one of those fruits that's listed in Corinthians is love. Love. We're back full circle, guys. And speaking of full circle, I'm gonna give you some practical ways that you can love like crazy. For me, one of the like very small practical ways that I do that is I make chocolate con pan for my kids and my wife. And I hope someday that they can turn around and do the same thing for their children, that they can make a dish for their kids filled with so much love that no chef could ever recreate it. Now, this might not be the way that you love like crazy. No matter how it is though, that we love like crazy, we all have to start in the same place, with humility. We have to be humble enough to understand that we aren't doing it by ourselves. So we, remember, we need to be connected to the love that Jesus was talking about. Because trying to love like crazy on our own, it ain't gonna work. Then we need to be able to see a friend, or a family member, or a neighbor, community member, and be willing to sacrifice for them. We have to be willing to lay our lives down for the people that are around us. And I know some of you are like, oh cool, like gonna lay my life down. You know, like if there's a bad guy running around, I'm gonna like jump in front of him and karate chop him or get in front of a bullet or whatever. Like that might be the thing that you automatically go to, which is a great, awesome, noble thing that's very nice. But I wouldn't say that's everything that Jesus is going for right here. Now think about it. I mean, the way that Jesus loved us wasn't like one act. It wasn't one single act at the end of his life. It was countless acts throughout his life that also showed us how much he loved us. This is what it means like to love like crazy. Showing up for people every single day, even when they don't know you're there even when they don't want you there, even when they might not be grateful for your love, even when it wears you out. That is what loving like crazy looks like. So be generous with your love. Whatever it is you give, give it with love. We need to start a movement of extravagant generosity and loving people like crazy here to cool because that can help change our families, our communities, our city, and our world eventually. And remember, it doesn't have to be with a big or grand gift. It just has to be given with love. I mean, recently, a couple of very good friends of mine wrote out prayers that they had for me, my family, and a cool church. And they got them framed. So now every time I sit down to get some work done, I know that those two people love me and they're praying for me. I can lean on this love, this generosity that was given to me. And to be honest, we all have access to a love that we can lean on. We all have access to a love that can and will change our lives. It's the love that God has given us through his son, Jesus. It's love that motivated both God and Jesus to give us this access. And we see this at work in John's writing. Here's what he had to say about God's love for us. For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. When it comes to God's love, we can see that it gives us so much. So much that we don't deserve. And here is what is really amazing. It's not like God did this because, like, his arm was twisted and, or he, like, didn't have any other way out. Because, when we go back to the Greek translation, to the Greek word they're used for love, it's agapau, which we've talked about before here at Akuo Church. Now, this kind of love, it isn't the romantic, like, lovey-dovey, like, you do anything for them. This is the kind of love where, like, you have to choose to love this person. It's that cousin that's, like, kind of getting on your nerves, like, you got to choose to love that person. So what this could say is that God chose to love the world so much that he gave his one and only son. So this love that God has for us, it's a love that he chose to follow through with. We have been chosen by God's love. You have been chosen by God's love. And today I want you to receive that. I want you to receive the love God has for you. And as we just read, it's very simple to do. All you have to do is simply believe. Before, you might have believed that God didn't want you or that you were too bad to be a part of what he was doing here on this earth, but that is just wrong. He chose you. He wants you. He loves you. He loves you like crazy. So if you want to accept that love, all you have to do is have a simple conversation with God. We call prayer. And in that conversation, just let them know that you believe in Jesus and what he did here on this earth the best way you possibly can. Now, I know this can be a little weird, a little bit scary. So to help you out, what I'd like to ask of our Kuo community is that they would start praying with you during this time. Because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. There is always a community here for you to be here for you and pray with you. So if you want to accept that love that God gives you through Jesus, just go ahead and bow your head and pray something like this along with me. Just say, Jesus, I just want to tell you right now that I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. Let's keep our heads bowed and whether you've been a believer in Jesus for the last five seconds or the last five decades and you want to remain in his love and love others like crazy, well then just go ahead and and pray something like this along with me. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice for me. Thank you for everything that you've done and everything you're going to do. Thank you for your Unending grace and forgiveness. Jesus, show me all the love that you have given me in my life, every piece of it. Jesus, help me fully see the amount of love that I have been given in my life. Jesus, help me pass that love on to the people around me. Jesus, help me love like crazy. Jesus, thank you for everything. I love you. And we all pray all of these things in your holy, mighty, awesome, beautiful, wonderful, loving name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have for you today. Before you go, there are a few things that I do want to share with you. The first thing I want to talk with you guys about is what Akuo Church will be doing for Christmas this year. Well, first, I just wanna be encouraging you to be with your family and your community on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, that entire weekend. I want you guys to be spending time with your community, with your people, and and just loving like crazy. So with that being said, we will have an online-only service on Christmas Eve, Friday, December 24th. Then on Sunday, December the 26th, we won't have any services at all. What we want to do is take care of our teams that are serving here at Akuo each and every week. We want to love them like crazy by giving them a Sunday off. Not only that, I want to encourage all of you to join someone in your community at their church. Show how you can be generous with your time and your love by sending some time with them on a Sunday morning. Now we will be back with our normal 8:30 and 10 a.m. streaming services and our 10 a.m. in-person service on January the 2nd. In the season, the series that we are in right now, guys, is all about showing off your generosity. And here at Akua, I just want to thank you for how generous you guys have been for this entire year. And the way, one of the ways that we can continue to be generous is by tithing, which just means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, there are a handful of different ways that you can be generous, but this is one of the most basic ways that you can start. Now, that might not be a possibility for you right now, especially during this holiday season. Now, if things are tough for you right now, please allow us to help you out. That's what the church exists for, is for us to help you. We wanna be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs some help, let us know and we can help them out. All you have to do to contact us is go to our website, akua.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humvee.servetta at and you can also call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text akuo, A-K-O-U-O and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you'd like to send a check through a mail. Now, for that, all you have to do is send your check to Akuo at P.O. Box 100, 125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, guys, that's all that I have for you today. I just want you to know that we love you here at Akuo. And we will be praying for you all week long. So please allow me to pray over you one last time before we go ahead and and go our separate ways. So uh, Jesus, as everyone clicks off their, their browser, turns off their TV and puts away their phone, I just ask that you would continue to speak to them. I pray that they would hear you. I pray that they would be able to hear the ways that you want them to love their community, Love their their neighbors, love their friends, love their family, love themselves, Lord. I pray that you would show them the way to love like crazy. And Jesus, I would pray that you would show them how to accept all of this love in the best way possible. Jesus, we love you and we thank you for everything. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have for you this week. We will see you on Christmas Eve. Have a good one. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O o.church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.